0: Hey, everybody, this is Walt. This is Max. And you are listening to the ABCs of rock and metal.
1: We are Useless Info Inc., and we call it Anti semino Anti Seminole. We are on the L's, and there's only one L. Walt's it's called Led, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. And we're doing 1976, the album Presence. Presence Presence presence. <laughs> so well, Give us some background On this particular album
0: Well it's the band's Seventh studio album Released Like you said In March 1976 On Swan Song Records Their own label Produced by Jimmy Page Recorded at Musicland Studios In Munich, Germany We know the lineup of course I don't think I have to get into that <laughs> Yeah yeah Right The band went into the studio to record this record Shortly after Robert Plant was in a car crash Yeah, And they couldn't tour Mm -hmm. So they basically ran into the studio Booked some time And kind of banged this record out Mm-hmm. They recorded it in something like a few weeks, like 16 days.
1: I got 18 days. 18 days. Which was the shortest since their first album. Since the first album, since the yeah, debut, yeah. yeah. And Quick you know, turnaround. Do you know why they couldn't record longer than that? Another band had it booked. The Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Jimmy Page bargained with them, though.
1: Yeah, well, can you imagine your Led Zeppelin, uh-huh. any other band you could just kick out? Right. Rolling but Stones, Rolling you Stones. can't. No, 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 yeah, yeah.
0: They were going to record Black and Blue. Okay, yeah. It came out a year after this. Yeah. Uh, so Jimmy Page bargained with with the guys in the Stones, and said, can okay. I get two-year days? Yeah. So he could basically finish the record off. I'd love to hear that conversation. Yeah, I know, right? Him can and, you imagine that?
1: Him and Keith Richards. Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> They're both drunk and high as fuck, <laughs> right. of course. Yeah. He
0: probably just gave him a mountain of cocaine <laughs> and said, uh, come on, two days. That's two days' worth. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, a lot of people think it's their last
1: album. Right. Okay. Because Well, okay. Because
0: next you had Through the Outdoor. Yeah which kind of felt like filler tracks and then there's Coda which is With unreleased that just, material. Yeah. They did yeah. the same thing previously with Physical Graffiti. There's only eight original songs, and yeah. there's a lot of other unused tracks. Yeah. So a lot of people consider this to be their last real studio album. Okay. Because Into the That's Outdoors is basically a Robert Plant solo album.
1: It's Plant and um, John Paul and Jones. And John Paul Jones. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones. But
0: everybody says it's Robert Plant's record.
1: For what I understand, there's a lot of John Paul Jones in there. Because of the keyboards thing. Yeah, That's why that... Yeah. Right. And this one, interestingly, is mostly Robert Plant and Jimmy Page. Yeah, John Paul
0: Jones felt left out of it, and that's why it's not his favorite record. Jimmy Page argues that it's their best because it's mostly him.
1: It's mostly him, and he did a lot of work on it in the producing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And but what I understand, mastering it was, and- like after the car crash. He was recuperating in Malibu. Right. Right. In probably some fancy house. And Page came by. Just, you know, they hung out, whatever. Right. And they, they started up. They wrote this together. Right. Essentially. And then they called the band in. And then they went to Munich and recorded.
0: And they didn't get there till about a month later.
1: Something like that. Yeah. To yeah. Munich. So it didn't have much involvement from the rest of the band. And yeah. Bonzo
0: was already starting to act up with his drinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was already having crazy episodes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were in kind of turmoil when they made this record. And once again, they couldn't tour on it because Plant was in no shape mm-hmm. to tour. So they kind of hoped that the album would just take off. Yeah. Jimmy Page had said, well, if that's the case and we don't tour anymore, we'll just make records. That'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We'll just be a studio band for a while. <laughs> You know, because of the, the hardship, uh, quote-unquote, of being on the road. Yeah. Well, I mean, if a lot of these guys are getting drugged up and, you know, drunk all the time, drinking, you can see where the hardship comes in.
1: They were burned out, yeah.
0: They were getting to that point. I mean, from when they started out in the 60s yeah. to now, we're talking about 76. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a long run. Yeah.
1: But yeah, let's jump into it, man. Okay. All right. So first up, we have... Achilles' last stand Right here Which was
0: originally Going to be called The wheelchair song Yeah So why is that? Because Robert Plank Was in a wheelchair (laughs) (laughs) He recorded his vocals In a wheelchair
1: A a little bit more I heard about that But we'll we'll get into it First let's uh, hear some of this Such a groove Yeah Now I heard that uh, John Paul Jones Was playing a Eight string bass on this That's correct So Explain to us Walt. Why would you what what benefits would you get from using an A string bass as opposed to a standard four string? It's got more strings. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> you, can get, do you, do you care to expand
0: <laughs> upon that. You can <laughs> get deeper sound, different tones there's more,
1: there's a bigger range, right? Yeah, that's okay. basically it. Okay. You, know? yeah. you
0: can get deeper sounds, you know, warmer tones depending on it's how you're using it, it. You know, that, exactly. That was, your, that was your answer, basically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said more strings. <laughs> You no, know, four is good, eight's better, right? <laughs> <laughs> but just where I wouldn't even know what to do with eight strings. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, then
0: you had, you know, Jimmy Page with the double neck guitar and stuff, but uh-huh. that was different. I mean, if you're playing a bass, there were also like 12-string guitars and basses and stuff like this where you can play a 12-string bass. I don't even know how the hell you would approach that, me yeah. personally.
1: Well, at least with a 12-string guitar, you've just got doubling of the notes, yeah, right? So it's right. Basi- yeah,
0: But there's nuances to it, of course. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Plucking, strumming technique, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, this is classic bombastic Zeppelin right out the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, I say classic now because we've lived with this album for how long? You know, since we yeah, were kids. Pretty you know? long, yeah. So, but at the time, it was a little bit of a departure in this song Pro- production-wise. The whole record mm-hmm. production-wise,
1: right? There's a lot of overdubbed guitar on this one, right? Yeah, it's like he added them in layers as the song goes on.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they were using mm-hmm. state-of-the-art equipment in Munich. Yeah At Musicland Studios And that's mm-hmm. why Paige wanted to go there mm-hmm. Right You know He was another tech head From when the band started He mm-hmm. was yeah. all about You know Recording technology Yeah So But just a great Bombastic track
1: Yeah The driving rhythm Is really good Yeah It carries you through it
0: Yeah You yeah. can see Speeding down a highway Yeah Blasting this You mm-hmm. know Yeah There's trees Whip by you And the whole thing And you hit pedestrians <laughs> <laughs> Knocking them off the road.
1: <laughs> so this song is ten minutes long.
0: It's their second longest song. After uh, In My Time of Dying, right? In My Time of yeah. Dying is the first. It doesn't
1: first. sound like it's ten minutes.
0: Right. In My Time of Dying feels long. It does, yeah. It's, yeah. This doesn't feel as opus-ish, I should right. say, if that's yeah. even a fucking word. <laughs> In My Time of Dying, op-esque. it's... Opesque, yeah. Opesque. <laughs> In My Time of Dying is... It's also a reworking of a gospel song. Right, yeah. So... Yeah. They really went to church on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But this feels more like, like I said, I could almost see this in a film, hmm, the okay. way it sounds to me. Yeah. You know?
1: Let's talk about the lyrics a little bit. Go for it. So, obviously, Achilles' last stand is a reference to the Iliad. Right. And uh, all the events thereof, which I'm not going to recount. For you just the notes <laughs> version but so you get these references to kind of like sailing out and on a journey which can yeah that can be like the Greeks going to Troy right but there are also references to plant and page on their trip through Morocco that's right there's a reference to the uh, the Atlas right the mighty arms of Atlas mm mm-hmm. it's of course Atlas from Greek mythology but also the Atlas Mountains right in Morocco right, right? yeah exactly yeah 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 And also, it's kind of mock heroic Because, as we mentioned, Plant had been in an accident And at this point, he was in a wheelchair with a broken ankle Achilles heel Achilles heel, exactly So it's kind of him seeing himself as Achilles, right. as having had been brought low right. by this accident. So it's got these different things going on, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it's
0: almost like a metaphor for what was happening with the band, too. Exactly, yeah, the heroes and... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, They were rock gods for a second, you know? Yeah. And right now, they're kind of dealing with this turmoil mm-hmm. within.
1: Absolutely. And they
0: always delve into the mythological and what have you anyway, mm-hmm. as metaphor.
1: Okay, so next up we have For Your Life. Yeah. That classic Jimmy Page sound. It's got a serious descend on the slide guitar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. it's kind of there you a, go, it's, right Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I like that. It's a brooding riff. Yeah. Kind of sets you up for something kind of bluesy, right?
0: Like their earlier work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people have made the comparison with this record to the earlier stuff. Okay. Like Off In 1, respect. 2, and 3. Okay. Yeah. That it was a return to form.
1: Well, this is the only album that has no keyboards on it. And no acoustic guitar. On very one, little, right. On, on one that's kind of there in the background, but very, very little. Yeah. Which track is that? Oh, God, I have it in my notes. We haven't gotten there yet. Okay. But yeah, there's when we one, get to it. Yeah, right. there's one where you, you can hear. It's even hard to hear. Right. It's not like it's you know it's farming on its own. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So this is, it could be their most straight out rock album. It's yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, at this point in their careers. Right. And then the one after this was their straight out their most like straight-out not-rock album.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah,
1: Carouselombra.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Keyboard-laden.
1: But this one is solid. Absolutely. And you hear the... Frequently in John Paul Jones' work, he would do his own kind of melodic things on bass. Right. On this album, he's doubling the guitar a lot. Yeah. And I wonder if that's because he didn't have the time to really just kind of compose something on his own. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have that involvement.
0: I think you're right with that, and I also think that when he was in studio... If I remember correctly, that yeah. he was saying that he couldn't really catch what Paige was doing at points. Oh, really? For whatever reason, he couldn't dial in huh. to kind of do what he wanted to do under what Paige was doing. Okay. So he had a little bit of a, a problem with that. And I think that's why he ultimately does not
1: like the album as much. He wasn't He wasn't in it. No. He was yeah. disconnected from it, and which makes sense. You know, right. If you're not... Feeling like you're a big part of it Why would you like it? Especially sure.
0: when they started off as such a unit
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So it was mm-hmm. obvious that as time went on mm-hmm. You know, certain bonds were formed Yeah, yeah, yeah It kind of clicked off a little bit mm-hmm. You know So, uh, and sadly it's always the bass player That gets the shit into the stick Of course, you know? yeah And John Paul Jones is no shit into the stick guy No, no You know, he's an amazing player yeah. Amazing songwriter Yeah You know, just a dynamo yeah, But uh, I could see why he was probably like, oh, fuck you guys, man, yeah. seriously uh-huh. You couldn't have called me sooner? And mm-hmm. he has said that he remembers when Robert Plant was in the wheelchair That there were times where he wasn't even in the studio with them
1: Oh, really? Okay
0: And uh, he was wheeling Robert Plant around And uh, taking him from beer stand to beer stand oh, yeah. And having fun with him He yeah. said we had a laugh in the whole thing But he was like, I spent the whole day learning about baseball In the studio watching TV Because oh. there wasn't anything for me to do
1: Oh, so he learned about baseball. He yeah. learned about baseball.
0: Go <laughs> okay. <You'll> figure, right? <laughs> well, this is why the Yanks love it.
1: <laughs> it's interesting. The production, the vocals are really kind of held back. They're kind of very muddy. Like overall, on, this on, this, song? on this whole album, I kind of feel like really there's something about. Yeah, even the guitar solos. It's almost like it's deliberately sort of. Swampy Muddy Really? It feels like a deliberate effect to me I've never really gotten it If anything
0: I kind of thought the opposite Really? Okay Yeah to
1: be honest with you I feel like the
0: production on this is Is a little bit uh, more sheen Than previous albums Huh. for a presence, okay. in my mind, especially Achilles. Now, I could see that with For Your Life. And also, I feel okay. like the vocals on For Your Life kind of lend to what Plant was going to be doing with his solo career. Really? Just, think some, so? just something about the way he's delivering his huh. vocals and his lines. Something just makes me think about what he did a little bit later on. Really? For whatever reason, I don't know if it's, it's a personal thing or what, but there are certain times where I kind of get that.
1: I don't get that so much on this album. Really? Yeah. And there's I mean, a
0: couple of songs okay. on this album where I kind of go, it reminds me of that a little bit. Okay. Like he was kind of thinking about, well, if I'm getting a little bit older and my voice is going to change as well, huh. here's what I can do with my new, modern, mature okay. voice. Okay, okay. You, you know what okay. I mean? You're. you're yeah,
1: you're, you're looking at some vocal effects that I'm not as um, capable of discerning. But okay. Well, I mean, I, if I got you get you.
0: if you get to the simplicity of it, he's not yeah. screeching as much. There, there sure. aren't as okay. many of those. real I,
1: I got you now. Okay. Blow your head off. High notes. Exactly. Okay. That does make sense. Yeah. And this, this is the only. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. This one seems like an attack on the LA lifestyle. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. it, like, like yeah. lyrically, you know. Right. cocaine Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Let's do this one. Royal Orleans. Yep. Lot of groove. Oh yeah, a lot of groove in this one. Yeah,
0: reminds me a little bit of uh, some of the stuff off uh, Houses in a Hole. The crunch, maybe the
1: crunch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, there's a major funk vibe going on. Yeah. But if, if you if you if you, you compare these two songs, this one with the crunch.
0: If I compared them, yeah. Like I said, they're similar in groove. Do you mean which one do I like better? Yes,
1: that's what I. I'd have
0: to go the crunch. Really? I'd have to go to the crunch. I like this a lot, but the okay. crunch has just that little extra something for me.
1: That one I felt like they are trying a little bit too hard to be James Brown. Okay. Whereas this one feels more like they're still Led Zeppelin, but they're doing funk as Led Zeppelin. Their interpretation of Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's kind of why I'm a little bit more behind this one.
0: Maybe that's why I like the crunch because it's going for more of a James Brown thing, sure, you yeah, know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: but we have to talk
0: about it. But this how is still solid as it's hell. It's good, yeah. It's that's why I hate picking between the two, but Yeah. If you if you had a jukebox and you only had 3 songs to pick by Zap, you know, okay, Royal this, Orleans or okay. the Crunch, I'd pick the Crunch. What's the third song? You know what I'm saying between Oh yeah, you right. Said 3 songs? Right. So uh, I missed a number, whatever. <laughs> I'm drinking. <laughs> Don't right. make me count. All right, so all right, look. All right, the Crunch, yes. Royal Orleans, yes. or let me think. What is another Another great
1: funky one that they've done. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm just gonna groove out to this. <laughs> My buns are moving, people. <laughs> and I'm moving away from the buns. You don't, wanna, you don't buns. see this, <laughs> right. but you can feel it, can't you? Uh, I'm in the next room. <laughs> 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 anyway, so I can't think of a third one, but I okay. would pick. Yeah. You pick the crunch. I would go I'd, for the I'd crunch first. Yeah. Okay. We got to talk about how John Paul Jones and John Bonham were an incredibly funky, groovy rhythm section. Oh, yeah. Which was rare for hard rock. Right. You know? Yeah. But John Paul Jones, he played with a lot of session players. He did yeah. a lot of that stuff. Right. He, he was just steeped in this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: Paige could whip it out too. I mean, listen to that guitar. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: But I think they're the fundament. They were like the. You know, the, the foundation or something, you know, if you want to... They were the like ass that.
0: cheeks. They were the ass the cheeks. Groove and ass, they ass cheeks. They were the ass cheeks of the groove, <laughs> The yeah. shaking ass cheeks.
1: That's why they say Zeppelin is one of the few hard rock bands that you can actually dance to. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they just, they had it going on.
0: No, absolutely.
1: This was the only song in this album to be credited to all four... To all four
0: members, members yeah. So you want to talk about and, what the song's about? And that's the first one. The first time that happened on an album. Ever? Yeah, I think so. Wait, are you sure? Uh, I'm positive. Really? Where all four members were... I mean, hang on. I retract that. Okay, This is the only album where all four members weren't. Credited right. On at least one song Or two songs Or three songs This is the only time It was one time One song Okay This is okay. the only album okay. Where all four are credited For just one For just one song Just okay. one song Now I got it. Okay. okay
1: Yeah right. yeah 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 Yeah, that makes sense Yeah yeah. yeah I had yeah. it backwards In the beginning So lyrically Walt Tell what's me it about? Talk to me <laughs> So <laughs> The story The story is That John Paul Jones Had met a drag queen In a hotel in New Orleans In 1973 And that he, mis- he mistook The drag queen For a woman That's okay. kind of where The lyrics go <laughs> now his story is that he knew that the individual was a drag queen. Okay, so that can go one of two but, ways. Still, <laughs> but the individual was in his hotel room, and he did light on fire with a cigarette. The drag queen or John, he Paul, did. Jones. John Paul Jones? Yeah, yeah. Who do you think's gonna? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That yeah. one
0: got under my radar, that story.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those notorious Led Zeppelin stories. I mean, there's like a hundred of them, Kind of right? like the shark beating. With uh, that, the, that's, yeah. what I, that's what I was going yeah, <laughs> to mention next, yeah. It's, you <laughs> with know, the groupies. And- with that kind of band, you know you're going to accumulate these stories. Sometimes you're going to write a song about it. Right. But why not? Right. Why
0: not? <laughs> I could see, you know, also, like I said, they were doing so many drugs and drinking at the time Yeah. that he missed that Adam's apple for whatever reason, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> That's what they say. Okay, we ready to move on? Yep. All right, next up, Nobody's Fault But Mine. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> we can all relate, right? Oh, yeah. It's a triple-tracked guitar intro. Yep. Right. A lot of overdubs on this album in general. It's great. Yeah. And this, this is... is a
0: song that opened side, too. Yeah, exactly. On the yeah, LP. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: back when we uh, in the Stone Age when we had LPs. <laughs> these yeah.
0: circular things that you would put on a record yeah, player. Yeah,
1: big, black, waxy discs. <laughs> whoa. <Yeah>. I, whoa, <laughs> almost, whoa. I almost whoa. flipped up. I, 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 almost. If I, I, almost, I, I. Almost had oh, oh. been in, in one more beer, <laughs> and that would have been... Uh, yeah, we'd have to cut that one out. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> thankfully, you dodged your boy. All right. But yeah, takes his time on this one, right? Yeah. Let's that play out. Yeah. And then... Now it's still Another going great on. intro. Yeah, now Plant... Yeah, Wade. Yeah, yeah. Played, yeah, yeah, yeah. Underneath. This is classic plant vocalization with a guitar line, right? In Zeppelin too, yeah. Yeah, him
0: and Page did this all the time, yeah, especially yeah. live. And yeah, yeah, where they would have the back and forth, the call and response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, here he is, just backing up the guitars yep. with his melody, yeah, mimicking the guitar. Yeah, yeah, mimicking the it's notes. Intense. And then Bonzo kicks in.
1: Yeah, and takes your head off. Uh huh. Now this is based on an older song, right? Right. You got that one? That one? I was going to say it's... um.
0: Oh, my God. I'm blanking out on that one. Deline
1: Willie Johnson.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's
1: Nobody's Fault But Mine. Right. Yeah, the original focused on a, more of a religious despair. Right. But uh, this is Plant's song. This is him not in a good place right Right now, you right. know? Yeah. And I think that's sort of the thematic through line through this album. Yeah, it's the thread. He, was, uh, he wasn't happy. I mean, he no. was in a wheelchair. Yeah. The other key thing is he was away from his family. Right. Because his wife and kids, they were back in London, right. and she had she had been done in serious in that car crash. Yeah, I know, so yeah. So she was she nearly lost her life. Yeah, she almost died. She's recuperating in London. Yeah, and he couldn't go there because he was in a, I love this term tax exile. Right, yeah, which <laughs> basically means right. that you're making so much money that you don't want to pay your taxes. So you go on the run. So you, yeah, exactly. You go yeah, on the yeah, lamb. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know, rock star problems. I know, right? But he was genuinely hurting. Yeah. You know, so this is this is where it's coming from. It's like he, he feels like he fucked up.
0: And he didn't know where the band was going. He yeah. didn't know if he wanted to yeah. be in the band anymore. Uh-huh. He was yeah, considering yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, so you can see why his lyrics took that dark turn. Yeah. Uh, nothing like physical pain, too, to yeah, make yeah. you to really, write lyrics like To this, make you too. feel it, yeah, 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 yeah. And like you said, with the angst and the... Um, the hurt over his wife and family uh-huh. in yeah. that car crash. Yeah, you know, and some friends too.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, you know, rock stars and sports cars and drinking and drugs—they mm-hmm. don't mix.
1: Imagine that.
0: You know, right? You know,
1: imagine how that. many of these it motherfuckers uh, are cracked up. You know, took repeated scientific studies to establish that fact. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's some rock plant harmonica work. Yeah, yeah. Now, name some of the other songs where he's done harmonica stuff. Oh, I mean, you talk about almost everything on one, two, three yeah, yeah, you know yeah. there's
0: so much harp on those three albums alone I mean yeah, four yeah. as well you know Levy yeah, Breaks Levy Breaks yeah, you know, yeah there's so yeah, much he didn't
1: do it all the time but every no. now and then especially with a really bluesy number like this one yeah and he kicks it oh yeah listen to him yeah he's wailing he's feeling that yeah yeah, yeah he's great on yeah. harp you it's, know? It's, yeah he was underrated for this work yeah
0: it was great to see him live when he would do it too, you know? Oh yeah yeah. I mean yeah, I never yeah. actually got to see them live, unfortunately, but when you see live footage, it's like look at the motherfucker go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Makes absolutely. it look easy. Okay, we've gotta move on? Yeah. All right, okay, let me wind this up here. Dealing with highly advanced technology and mm-hmm. boom, this is a Candy Store Rock. This one's kinda different. Yeah, it's almost like a
0: 50s-ish... Kind of rockabilly? Rockabilly song, yeah. You, well, I mean, they were influenced by Elvis. And you kind of feel
1: other. like he's doing Elvis here? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, baby, yeah, baby, Yeah. yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. Baby, yeah. yeah. You know? The rhythms on this one are intense. Yeah. I mean, try to count it. Right. T- try to, like right now. You mean, give count- me a count for it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like... It's not. It's like four or five. Four or five. It's not quite four or four, right? Right. It's not yeah, four or yeah. four. It's like five. I, it's it, it's probably it five? five. I think it's five. I try five. It's
0: hard to count five. No, you can't. You can't follow. It. You just gotta count.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's five. It's five. Five. Okay, that count. Five. Okay.
0: You get it. You can't actually follow yeah, what they're doing. Tough. You it's gotta count. You just gotta count. Yeah. You know.
1: Okay. Yeah, but it's complex, it's right? Not four. Like, it's, it's not really, four, four. It's not four four. Definitely. No. 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 And they they did this a lot. They were experts in really highly intricate rhythm work. Yeah, and they turn it backwards. You know, they like turn they're, it forward. They're both, their meters, They just yeah. yeah they were, just had it on. They turn it upside down. Let's just stop for a moment and just say they were an incredible band. Oh yeah. Like technically, musically. Yeah, and a lot of people you know? don't
0: give them credit for that. I mean, I yeah. Some I people do. It, yeah. Big, big fans fan do. Yeah. But some other people don't. I mean, especially around the time okay. when they were big, they didn't get as much credit for being as good as they were. They were considered a stadium at Cock Rock, you know? Which
1: they were. Yeah. Let's be right. they, fair. They, they put all of that but, in there.
0: But how else were you going to sell it at the time if you're a raucous rock band? You got to sell it. Cock Yeah. Out, and, and why not know?
1: have both if you can? Right. You know? Like. <laughs> right. Why not have the party thing, but actually be really skilled, interesting musicians? Right. Yeah. And they did experiment.
0: They, they didn't just stay did. with their sound starting off bluesy, heavy, metal, rock-ish. Right, yeah. They kind of started to branch out.
1: They did acoustic. Yeah. They did a uh, well, reggae song. Yeah, I know. Who <laughs> not would've... the best reggae song, but hey, they tried. Right. They tried I it out. I still dig it. Yeah, it's fun. Right, it is fun. It's yeah. not true raga, but yeah. it's, it's, it's all right. It's not a raga, right? It's a raga, right? <laughs> it's, raga, raga. You don't want to go raga on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ready to move on? Okay, we are hot on for nowhere now. Hopefully, oh, coming up on the here There we go. There yeah, we yeah. yeah, yeah. Heavy groove. Yeah. Heavy groove. Yeah.
0: I like the opening of this a lot. It's good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. We'll get into the rest of it a little bit later, but uh,
1: look at that shot. Yeah. Now,
0: we're looking at a picture of Page and Plant back in the day in their fucking bell-bottoms and shit. Those awesome. are some damn yeah. bell-bottoms, man. You can hide a lot of drugs in them pants. <laughs> <laughs> and those high heel shoes. That's yeah. cool, man. Eh? <laughs> yeah. But this is almost
1: doo is, right? Points. Yeah, you know, yeah. You get a got little that doo-wop on. kind of feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I the solo right here is good. Is this solo? No, not quite it's more like a little bridge thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But but it's a good solo though. But Bonzo's drums, man. Yeah. You know, and I love the pauses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're tight. Yeah. They come in at the right moments, yeah.
0: He literally misses like two beats and then comes right back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He counts to two and then right back in.
1: Yeah. He just lets it spread. Yeah. Yeah. And just holding it down. He knew when to slam it and when to hold back, Oh, yeah, yeah. That's key in a drummer, right? Yeah, that's why he's a legend. Yeah, that's why he's a legend. legend.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, people couldn't figure out, how the hell is he hitting the drums like that? How the hell is he hitting them so hard? Right, yeah, yeah. You know, and not busting something. Yeah. He's probably busting his pants.
1: (laughs) 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 John Bonham, man,
0: is an animal. Animal. Yeah. Yeah. To this day.
1: Yeah, we just been here. Yeah. You gotta love it. Yeah. Keeps it slamming. Yeah.
0: And sometimes I'm not a big fan of too much symbol work in certain songs, certain rock songs. Uh huh. It just feels like you're kind of relying on them. Yeah. But there it doesn't feel like that to me. There's a lot of symbol work going right, on okay. too, but it doesn't feel like it's too much.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Alright, last song of the album. And this it's a short album actually. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Only seven songs, but some of them are quite long. And this is T for One. Now this does not give you any hint of what the song actually is. A right? lot of their titles
0: don't. Well no, I mean Zeppelin the, the this little bit here, the instrumental. Oh part. no 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 no. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, the whole yeah. intro is different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Completely different than the rest of the song. Yeah. And when it switches, it's like, Well how did you yeah, do that? Yeah,
1: yeah. What happened? What was I listening to? There we go. Yeah. Just slows down yeah, this bluesy yeah. dirge. It's just yeah. So they had a few really slow traditional blue songs in their career, right? right? So I'm thinking of You Shook Me. Since I've been loving you. I Can't Quit You Baby. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Yeah. 12, one, eight, eight. Uh, twelve bar blues, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, twelve yeah. bar, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This harkens back though to like I said, the first couple of records. Yeah. The first oh, few absolutely. records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at yeah. first I remember when I heard it for the very first time when I was younger, mm-hmm. I thought it was a leftover. Yeah, okay. But they just kinda of slotted right back into that feel. Okay. On this song. Yeah. It almost sounds like they recorded it back in the day. You understand what I mean? The I, vocals, I, everything sounds like it was okay, Zeppelin too. I,
1: I can a little bit, but I feel like there's an evolution that I hear in this song. Okay. And we'll, I feel we'll... like if you listen to those four songs back to back, there is uh okay, I'm gonna try to put this into terms that I can Articulate because you know, I'm not good at describing musical stuff, so why am I doing this (laughs) podcast? I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing it. In the early, earlier blues ones, they were heavily riff based, okay, guitar riff based, traditional bluesy guitar riff based. This one is not so much. There are riffs that repeat through the song, but they are subtly applied. There's a lot of guitar soundscaping in a blues idiom. You can hear it right here. Okay. You hear this going on? Right. Like it's not like a, it's not like you shook me, you know. It's like da, 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 that kind of traditional sort of right. blues thing with the guitar really carries you through the song. Especially okay. if it's slow, you got to do that. Right. He's not doing this here. It's much more atmospheric. Is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's carried more by the bass line. That's okay. more solid and recurrent. But except on the turnaround, on the turnaround, he does the same thing on every turnaround right. In here, right? Right. Yeah, guitar wise. Right. You know, you know right. what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying.
1: So I feel like it's fundamentally, in, in that sense, different from the other ones. And I think they could have only done that at this point because Jimmy Page had evolved musically and had more confidence in himself and in his expressiveness as a guitarist. You that's think it saying. took him this long to get there? He had that shit from the beginning. In no, my no, no, mind. no, no, no. His not his ability to do this, mm-hmm. but his confidence in just letting these really spare atmospheric melodies okay. Okay. occupy the song and carry the song. Okay, that's what I'm saying.
0: I kind of got I've gotten that from other stuff, the early stuff as well. I mean, when you hear them perform it live, there was a lot more going on guitar wise. With live, some of the early work.
1: Live, it's a different story. Yeah, because there would be would, a lot more going on. They would out. extend everything into a 20-minute jam. Right. Yes. Right. So yes, you'd have everything with story. the bow
0: comes out. and Right, yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, but um, like I said, for me, this song still kind of brings me back to, and I, I feel it still has the same dynamics going on as, say, Zeppelin two. In many ways. Yeah. In many ways. Maybe you're... Yeah. I see what you're saying about the spaciousness, maybe. That there's more room, and he's letting I'm, other sounds come through. That's, is that what you're trying to when, express, right? I love right? the
1: screeching guitar here. Right. The guitar gives out howls of pain. Right. I'm talking about the guitar coloration, if that's a word.
0: If it ain't, you which, made it up. Which
1: is, which is more like what he did on, say, the Rain Song, or even... Okay. Um, uh
0: all right, so I, I kind of no get what you're saying. Yeah, That's, yeah I feel so like, you're, So yeah. you're saying that he's taken, okay, from where he started, his influences and what they yes. did with Zeppelin in the early albums. Yes. And then amalgamated a little bit with the later records. Right, To kind of right. put this bluesy track together. Right, Okay, right. all right, I can see that. Yeah,
1: uh, and we, we should mention that this one is reflecting Robert Plant's melancholy. At being separated from his family, right? Right, T for one. T for one, he was alone. Yeah. Not that there's not any groupies there or anything, but... uh, (laughs) Right, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he was, you know, really, (laughs) really upset about... But he was missing his family, yeah. He
0: was still getting blowjobs in that wheelchair. I
1: don't even act like he wasn't. For me, this is one of their most underrated tracks. I, I think so, too. This is one, like, when I first heard it, it's like, okay, whatever. But it... It took me a while to really, really understand what he was doing on this. I think that's another reason why I mentioned that thing earlier. Okay. Because I feel like this is, it's more sort of intellectually involving track than the earlier blues numbers, which like right away you're like, okay, yeah, I'm there. I'm feeling it. Okay. This one, it took repeated listenings for me anyway. Really? To really, really feel it. See, it's funny for me because like I said, whenever I listen to this
0: album, I always forget that it's a short album. Yeah. And then this comes on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh fuck, that's the last song." Yeah, this song kind of brings me back. Like, okay, now I'm putting on Zeppelin too.
1: Really, you know, it okay. makes me
0: do that. It makes me feel like I want to go back around and start listening from the beginning again. Almost
1: funny. It okay. does
0: that to me because the other tracks on this album are a little experimental, like we had talked about. Okay, you know, I mean, you have uh, uh, Royal Orleans, you know, yeah. and uh, Candy Shop Rock. Candy Store Rock and uh, Hots for Nowhere.
1: Those are a little different. And then here we go back to the classic kind of Zep sound. To me, this one is also experimental. Okay. Experimental in their slow blues, 12-bar blues kind of format, but experimenting within that format. Okay. That's what I feel. All right. When I put this one on, I put on House of the Holy Next.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. yeah, Yeah. So you still go back one, though.
1: Yeah, I still yeah. do go back. You still yeah. go back, yeah. 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 yeah I do. go back too. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, feel yeah, how you feel, man. Feel yourself, yeah. Feel no. yourself. I feel myself Inter- all the time. Well, yeah. yeah obviously, that's good. Yeah. Just uh, that's right. not right now, please. <laughs> you wouldn't <and> mind. <laughs> okay. So, where are we now? We album cover. Describe it, please. It's great. I
0: think it's one of the coolest album covers that they put out, to be honest, which is right up there for me. Okay. What do you like about it? The Weird Obelisk. Yeah. Which is basically called The Object. Yeah. And it's in every photo on the Gatefold album. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Once again, Hypnosis Designed. Yeah, yeah. The album cover. Classic. They also did Houses of the Holy. So, uh, but this one, I think they did something really unique. Okay. You know, and it's this weird obelisk in these different photos, these old-timey photos. Yeah. In different aspects Of different people's lives Okay It's just kind of weird And strange um, It's almost like 2001 Okay Like the monolith showing up So I wonder if they were Influenced by that Maybe With yeah. having this weird thing yeah. You got these people Sitting around a dinner table mm-hmm. On the album cover And the obelisk Is just sitting there In the center of the table Yeah Just kind of looking at it With these dumb grins On their faces They're just kind of Staring at it Looking like they're in bliss Around this thing Just being around this dumb thing uh, The back of the album Has a school teacher Who has one hand on the obelisk And one hand On the head of a student Okay She's sitting behind a desk The kid's sitting At the desk in front of her She's got her hand On his head He's got his hand On the obelisk Okay It's fucking weird All these
1: images They look like Some stills From a movie That I want to see <laughs> Right Because it just has This feeling of All these normal looking Everyday people Have joined some weird cult Yeah right That involves Worshipping Or receiving communications right. Through this weird Dark From some other Universe or dimension Other dimension Yeah yeah yeah. Like you got this couple On the inside
0: They're at the pool Or whatever at the beach Yeah And the thing is just Sitting there Yeah Got these cops Coming into a building The thing's sitting In the doorway Uh huh There's this woman Sitting in a field Of daisies And she's holding it Yeah
1: it's pretty weird, pretty wild. Does it match what you hear on the album musically? No. Not really. No, no it's it, more... It's, it's just more, kind of like just a cool thing.
0: Yeah, it's very artsy. Yeah, it is. It's very artsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. just cool. And they wanted to call the album Obelisk. Yeah. Huh. Uh, hypnosis. They were pushing for that. Okay. I don't think it was the band or their management, but mm-hmm. I think it was Hypnosis that they were saying, call it Obelisk. <laughs> and Page yeah. was like,
1: no... I don't think so. No,
0: we're going with Presence. Yeah. Uh, because he felt like... That summed up. Yeah. Okay. The sound of the album for okay. whatever reason. Either working on it or the feel that he had while working on it. Hmm. So I dig the album, I dig the album cover. The album cover I think is fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I don't think you'll ever see something like this again on an album. No, it's unusual. As a cover. Yeah. As an album cover, I don't know if you'll ever see something like this again. If you do, it's kind of copying or influenced by. hmm It's well done. I think it's well done artwork. Okay. Cool. And those guys cranked out some stuff, you know. I mean, they hypnosis did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, we talked about Def Leppard. Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are so many other bands that they've designed album covers for. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. What are your feelings
1: on? I it? like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, A lot of the
0: reasons that you just dated peter gabriel they also work for acdc mm-hmm. um dirty deeds done dirt cheap yeah bad company uh, straight shooter i believe was the one that they designed for them black sabbath technical ecstasy oh, one it. of the album yeah. covers that we don't that was maybe like not a good choice but yeah, yeah. so elo nazareth yeah they worked with some major bands yeah major bands so
1: okay it's time for god thank you okay so what is your top song on this album uh yeah. It's rough, I know It's very, very rough I hate this portion <laughs> of the podcast I really This is always I tough for me I hate my own podcast I right hate now. my podcast
0: I quit <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm torn between Achilles' last stand Everybody goes for Achilles' last stand Yeah um, And nobody's fault but mine Alright I'm gonna go nobody's fault but mine That's mine too uh, so uh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's an incredible song Yeah it's one of those where they take the blues, but they do something else with them. Yeah. And Led Zeppelin excelled at that. And just that yeah. stop, too. That pause. My, my, yeah. My, 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 my. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's yeah.
0: fault, and, and
1: he's feeling it. Yeah, he's You in know, it. like he's, yeah. He's I, in it to win it. Going for it. Yeah. He's, like he, lotto. And he's feeling that despair, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's real.
0: Because you hear the voice almost break. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's so great at, but then he comes right back at you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, going to the other way? All the other way. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to see losing a track on this, but I did think about this. Yeah. On the once. way over. For once. Uh, yeah, I know, right? You mean thinking in general or about this? Uh, Shut up. Don't off. make me choose. <laughs> All <laughs> right, I'm going to go Hots for Nowhere. Okay, Right. go Hots for Nowhere. Yeah. Just because I do like the track a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, I could see that on another album. Okay. For me. The way it gets doo-woppy and stuff. And the na 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 yeah. Yeah. It seems a little happy. Okay. As opposed to lyrically the other songs we were talking about. Right, right, right. It's a little upbeat. Yeah. Da-na-na, da-na-na, you know? mm-hmm. So it seems a little upbeat for me. I, if I had to pick.
1: Yeah, I completely hear you on that. I my choice would be between that one and Candy Store Rock. I'm going with Candy Store Rock for the reasons you gave, but in my kind of interpretation I lyrically, Hot On for Nowhere is a little bleaker than the music suggests. Okay. Because it's for nowhere, and, and yeah, there's one line in here. Uh corner of bleaker and nowhere. Yeah, we know that intersection. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> whereas Candy Store Rock is just kind of straightforward playful metaphor of candy and sex and that kind of thing right so if I had to lose I kind of would go despite the complex rhythms which are really interesting to listen to and right that's one I would choose yeah that
0: yeah. one stayed for me just because of the 50s kind of sound to it sure yeah no, know. I hear you I hear, yeah, yeah they're, they're both but I was thinking that too. ones I, was, I, yeah. I do you know, I,
1: I do hear you on that one yeah. those are the two yeah.
0: songs and then you waiting to get to what's next kind of yeah and I remember you know there have been times I will admit where you would skip one of the two If you're not in the mood for them Yeah but You will kind of go Alright yeah. What's up next Okay I'm going to hear that Right Instead of this one for right now
1: Yeah I tend to fast forward To T for one Yeah <laughs> Quite honestly yeah. yeah Cause yeah That's another long song But worthy Okay, so the reason we picked this one is anti-seminal. This was the record that sold the least during their career. Yeah. Yeah. While they not, were still together. Yeah, it was yeah. not a fave. It was not a critical fave. It was not a uh, listener fave. But I would say that there's a lot going on in this one. Yeah. This is also the last one that I bought. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually bought Koda before this one. Wow. Because Koda's always in the discount racks. You could pick it up <laughs> right, for like right. four bucks back in the day, right? Right, yeah, But then yeah, finally I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I guess i got to get presents because I need all of them. But then I'm like, whoa, wait, why don't people talk about this one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Know, except for that one song, they don't right. really talk about it so much.
0: So is Achilles' Last Stand. Yeah, yeah. That always Beyond that,
1: but it's there's so much going on in this album. I would always it's hear about,
0: on the radio. You would hear Nobody's Fault But Mine. You would hear that one. Yeah. I think it was those two. But that that you would hear the pretty most. much it much later when they broke up and Bonzo died. Of course, then the album was like yeah, triple at that, platinum. At that point, and, then it's like you're gonna get all of them. Yeah, yeah they went really big critically it didn't do so well no not at all it didn't do so not well at, at all. all yeah but uh it did chart for whatever reason at the same time well, they're all gonna chart because it's yeah. led zeppelin right so yeah. yeah yeah it didn't make as much money as they hoped but then it did eventually yeah like you said you know right. then it's triple platinum yeah. this and that and the other thing yeah. i can't imagine what it is at now
1: who knows you know Sonny's, all of their, their whole catalog yeah so we yeah. love this record yeah absolutely. it's a great great yeah record. yeah
0: so yeah if you haven't put it on for a while check it out Stop listening to four for a little while. <laughs> put on presents for a minute. Yeah, you know, stairway to heaven can wait for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, listen to nobody's fault but mine.
1: Okay, cool. So what are we doing? now? Are we moving on to the M's? Are we? Or what? You got anything else for L? L. What else would we have for L? Well, I. I. I don't think we could think of anything. No. Right. Yeah. Lizzie Borden. <laughs> uh, maybe not. <laughs>
0: Liza Minnelli. <laughs> That's still M. <laughs> right. Uh, I was going by don't L. say Lincoln Park Lincoln Park <laughs> <laughs> you said not to say it no no
1: yeah so I guess we're moving on to M is it going to be Megadeth first yeah because there's going to be a lot of M's yeah there's going to be at so, least four yeah, at least so four M's maybe so. Megadeth is the first one Megadeth right, yeah. you got an album for them you know what I can't Think of it right now. Let's, I'm going to have to uh, think, we'll think, about think about this about for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But, but in any case, we'll be back with Megadeth. Yeah, we'll come yeah. back
0: at you with Megadeth. A yeah. Megadeth Review. Because we're coming
1: back strong with Megadeth. Megadeth. Yeah. Megadeth. Megadeth, yes. Okay. Oh. All right, so we are, as always, Useless Info, Inc. And you can find Anti-Seminal and all of our other signature podcasts on WordPress and on the YouTube and on Google Play and on iTunes and on Pinecast. And we're on the Twitters and the Facebooks and all that other nonsense. Yeah. I am Max. I'm Walt. Next time. Rock and roll! What the fuck is the internet?